It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz, non-existent. The show, critically crapped on. The show, most of management doesn't even know, is on. Keep the secret. Keep it going. We could be SiriusXM's dirty little secret as you guys have guzzled down all the programming all week long, so you're a little hungover on this early morning. So we got the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. It's more <laughs> clips. As we're joined, as always, by Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, and Alex Hardy, the producer of Brick at Night, with JT the Brick and I. That's right, I. America's biggest morning after regret, the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know and know on Channel 82. All right, boys, they gave us a weekend show, so let's uh, make it happen. First of all, what kind of mood are we in today, Eddie Erickson? I'm in a great mood. As soon as I hear more clips, it just brings a smile to my face. More clips, more clips, more sound. Let's go. (laughs) More clips. (laughs) Well, if you want more clips, we're going to give you a clip. Let's start off with college football. As there was doom and gloom at the beginning of the week, as doomsday scenarios with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 going bye-bye, saying that they will postpone, at least for now, not cancel their college football season, but the SEC, the ACC, and that other conference that I can't remember right now. Big 12 are playing, man, so we don't need no stinking Big Ten. And where do I go for college football knowledge? I go one place. I go to the only guy on the channel who has a Heisman Trophy vote. The guy who once called him Tommy Manziel. And yes, has a Heisman vote. He still has Mad that Dog. vote. <laughs> did, they take that that a, did they take that away from him? <laughs> after years of, <laughs> they listened to him on the air for three minutes. Like, all right, we're going to remove that one. But Russo, he's my man with college sports. Here he is talking about what's going on in college football. These college players who say, well, we just, you know, if we don't get what we want, we're not going to play. You know what? They may not play anyway, and then they're going to learn how the rest of, uh, how the, rest of the campus oh. is when they got to go to stool, and they got to study, and they got to do this, school. and that. And it's <laughs> they go to stool. on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> them in the college yeah, game after a big lunch, no I go to stool. There's nothing better than being some big college athlete on some oh, big campus great. across the country. Nobody's going to care about the big offensive ah. lineman who plays for Florida, who beat Alabama this week 24. Fourth That's three, right. And the uh, uh, and Florida rushes for 225 yards, and the offensive line is feted, uh, fetted, whatever the word is. The offensive fetted. line has, you know, like wait, the, what? the king of England. Fetted. There's 90 players feted. on the team. And, you know, America feted? knows about five of them on each club. There's That's it. Nobody knows who the guys are. Keep that in mind. 
This is not the NFL. This is not pro basketball. They're not Mike Trout. No. All right? This is not Roger Federer. I, I don't but know But there's Mike no Trout. football there. Nobody cares about the Federer. Washington Cougar football player. I don't care. You don't care. Fox doesn't care. <laughs> I Nobody love cares. Father don't care. We, we the love Cougars. Don't, don't care. There's no pressure to give you good grades. Go to class at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Monday and study like the rest of them do. They wait in line Mindy. at the cafeteria hall Tuesday. for the eggs and the pancakes Wednesday. on Saturday morning just like the rest of the 30,000 people. The eggs and they the pancakes. They don't got the private dining hall. I want them in regular dorms. I don't want them oh, having any special tutors unless they pay for it. I don't want them, you know, no mm-hmm. meal. They get the same meal plan as everybody else does. Uh, no and if they want to go work out on their own, go ahead. Go work out on your own. <laughs> but they show up at the classes. They get no preferential treatment with class time. They take the same class load that everybody else takes. If they want to, you know, think that class they're not load. getting exploited, which yeah, is they are that. in certain cases, well, fine. Now we won't get exploited, but you act like you're going to be a real student, and you're going to go to class every day, four days a week. You're going to take five class. classes, and you're going four. to, you know, have the same issues that every other average kid has on that campus. And that's what these college athletes they don't understand that when you're a big college, <laughs> time college athlete, yes, you are making a fortune for the universities, which is, and you're not getting a nickel of it necessarily, but you have advantages no, that nobody else on our campus is getting. So they won't get paid, so no more exploitation, but no more advantages for you either. So let's see how they handle that. Mm, they fight right. for a room in a, on a, a campus housing just like my kids have to fight for a room. And they Don't got a stop. roommate and everything uh, else. Whosoever they fought they for a anything. Plan, and at 820, <laughs> they show up at the psych class. <laughs> Wait a I second. I want to see him in that psych class, 8 a.m. Now, a lot to digest there. First of all, the offensive linemen. Obviously, they do the biggest stools. And that's what uh, <laughs> Dog was talking about right there. And feed it, fed it, and everything else. Why is Dog bringing up his son? Does Timmy Russo pay for his own dorm? Or Colin. Or Kira. Or Colin. No, no Russo child has ever paid for a dorm or had to get into a lottery or fight for housing so let's just can we can we stop that talk right here please well that's what he threw out there no, like no, you know, no. my son out there no 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 your son's not doing that no no, you know, no no daddy worked really hard you know daddy deserves all the cash daddy Absolutely. gets a lot of money they are not paying for their own dorm there but why was this his angle eddie as this is going on and you're listening to this thing either in the studio in new york city or on hold from the home why would this be his angle College football's ending. He goes, well, these kids, they better be careful because they have to be real people now. Why? <laughs> because he, he, he hates the so-called student athlete. Number one, he thinks they're athletes first, students second. Second of all, probably well, he's are. right. He's right. Yeah, they probably but, are about clearly, that. <laughs> but there's yeah. a point somewhere in the, in the Christopher Russo history where he showed up to school in his, in his little corduroy khakis, his little turtleneck, and a briefcase, and was beaten up by an athlete. A football player, most likely. Because oh. he... He has so much resentment to football players. No special treatment. No dining hall. No, 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 no. They're going to go and eat with everybody else just like a commoner. Mando Chris Russo wasn't cool when he was walking around in that <laughs> turtleneck and uh, going up to play. You know, case. <laughs> he brought a briefcase. Trying to break down schedules with the other fourth graders. No, I'm sure someone probably put him in a locker. Oh my God, man! Yo, he walks around with his briefcase, goes up there, but and the uh, did you know what Jackie Robinson uh, back in the day? Two RBIs on a Tuesday in March. Hey, get away from me, kid! Lombardi in the ice bowl. Get the hell away from me, man! So you don't think Dog was cool? Who do you think was the coolest kid in school? If he ran oh, into your, no. your high school bully, Kyle Figueroa meets the mad I mean, dog in, a, oh, in grammar I, school. Oh, I made a mistake <laughs> one day at telling the name of the bully that I had in school, Daddy Erickson. He reminds me of this guy all the time. 
Oh, the guy used to flick my ear. And then him and this another guy, another bully, Fabio, actually threw me into a locker. I was thrown into a lake. Why would there be a lake at a school? I mean, you're just, I mean, like, you're setting me up, man, for failure. Yeah, what are you doing there? But who do you think was the coolest kid in high school who hosts on Mad Dog Sports Radio besides me? Obviously, I was the coolest kid. Well, when you said that there was one Mad Dog host that had a college football vote for the Heisman, I assume that was Mr. Danny Cannell because he played college football and clearly would be the coolest high school out of all of us. That could be. Now, Evan Cohen played high school quarterback, too. Now, maybe Danny Cannell was slightly more successful than Evan who threw eight interceptions in a single game. But do you think JT was probably the coolest guy in high school? And I'll tell you why. He's the only guy that didn't have this as a first career. This is a (laughs) second career. JT was a stockbroker. I'm going to say JT was probably the coolest in high school. You just gave us the 40 to one horse for the Kentucky Derby. I love it. I love it. But Mad Dog, you're right. Mad Dog was like me. Mad Dog was getting picked on. Think about what he loves, like tennis, schedules, weather, tiebreaker scenarios, going up to going up to a kid who just showed up a little late. Now, how did you get it? Now, where did you park your bike? Oh, you took the bus. Oh, the bus should have took 95. Terrible route. Oh, it took the North Way. Oh, that's a horrible job by that school bus driver. Yeah, he was picked on as a kid. The flight patterns. Oh, the planes and the flyers. <laughs> <laughs> and he's such an old soul, too. I mean, he loves everything back yeah, in the day. he was reading the New York Times. Today he comes in, everybody's hanging out smoking cigarettes. He pulls out the sports almanac. <laughs> now, what's the last book you read? I just finished a book about the 1880 politics. It's fantastic. Let's break down the Civil War. Yeah, he's going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> I had another question uh, on Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchuk, weekday 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern time, about what's going on as college football goes bye-bye. What are the coaches doing? What are the well, coaches doing? The I saw a report they're yesterday. Still, that... They're still coaching. They're still doing 20 hours a week <laughs> with, with the players. Har- yeah, I saw a report yesterday. Harbaugh had a practice. For what are you practicing for? There's no college football. <laughs> Take a break. What are you doing? What I want to know exactly what these coaches are going to be doing. Because, you know, they're getting paid millions. Harbaugh's got to teach a class on Zoom about something that's not college football. All these guys. You're like professors Tackies for this 101. school. Something. Figure out what you're good at. Something. I mean, what else are you doing? You don't give me this two-a-day crap. There's no football. There's no football. What are you doing? Are they allowed two-a-days? So figure it out. <laughs> Steve Torrey is bringing his, <laughs> his youngest son, Luke, to campus visits. You know, all right, we're going to visit Michigan. Uh, you know, we have uh, the tour guides meeting us at 9 a.m. Uh, let's put a mask on. And let's go. We've got to be safe. We're going to It's a long drive. Yeah, gotta, gotta, I don't want to get in a plane. This is a great school. <laughs> get there, and all of a sudden, Jim Harbaugh is your tour guide. Like, hello, Tory family. I'm wearing Jim Harbaugh. I got, I got, I got khakis on. They're nice to meet you. This is the greatest school. Jim, what are you doing here? Well, I, I, they had to. I'm going to pay $8 million a year. I had to do something. They couldn't just pay me to do nothing. So now I'm actually a tour guide at Michigan. Uh, sorry I'm late. I was delayed on my train for a myriad of reasons. Uh, I was in the quiet car. And I actually put out an email. Uh, will not be available via cell phone. I'm on the train. I'm the Shh, come Note on. Note my quiet. new email. <laughs> no, no, no new email. That hasn't been new for about eight years. So note that. Now I'm picturing some of the Mad Dogs Sports Radio hosts giving tours. Like Adam Shine, he could give a tour in Siberia, and he'd like pump it up like it's the greatest college in the world. Simply phenomenal. Absolutely tremendous. This is the warmest day in the 15-year history of Siberia University. I love Siberia. I can't get enough. I love snow. Snowy snow, snow. Now, as promised, let's tour a Turkish prison. Our friends of the radio program. Oh, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Look at the scenery. Outstanding bed of nails. <laughs> it's a friend of the radio program. It's a guy in chains. He's in That's 15-year sentence in 
the history of Shine on Sports. <laughs> but Adam Shine, I'm sure, was like crying over this college football deal. So here's Adam Shine on Shine on Sports. So on the same day, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceled fall sports, canceled football. Fall on the ball. very same day, <laughs> it ball. told Wisconsin, you're not playing. Tomato, tomato. On the They're same day, it told USC, yeah, you're day. not playing football. On the same day, it told I think Washington, it was the same you're day. not playing football. Did he go through every team? On the same day, it told Stanford. On the same day, it told Iowa, bang it for this upcoming season. On the exact same day, the ACC had same an day, on record infectious disease specialist, a Duke doctor on bag record who has relied upon no, for information saying that playing football <laughs> does not jeopardize health and safety in terms Ooh. of the spreading of coronavirus. Oh. Same doctor, oh. by Information. the way, that the NFL same has relied too. upon in terms of making its decision that the same day? on how to proceed this upcoming fall with football. So is it health and safety or is day. it liability? <laughs> Obviously, it's <Wow>. liability. <laughs> we learned a lot there. A lot happened that day. That was a busy day. I mean, somebody got a break for lunch. Cube wrote a song about that day, right? What, what, what was Ice it? Ice Cube. Damn, it was a good day. Stay with us, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got to listen you. to that day. Two of the old I gotta, guy in the room is cooler than bad uh, check. Oh, I got to listen to that one. I got to listen to that one. <laughs> no, if you're going to think of a day song, it's you too. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. day. Or oh, it's Black yeah. Eyed Peas. Tonight, that would be tonight, not oh, a day. <laughs> well, that counts. Wow. The day's going to be a good day. All right, then you got yourself Patrick Mawai. You know, speaking of the medical people that showed up, the Duke doctor, Patrick Mawai's had enough of people playing radio doctor. Here we go. Oh, boy. Courtesy of the rap heard weeknights, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern time right here on Channel 82. I'm starting to think that sports talk radio people that give opinions, whether they're given oh. an opinion that the virus ain't anything or they're given an opinion that the virus will murder you if you step outside your house. It's the height of narcissism. <laughs> People, stop pretending you have what any clue what you're talking about. I'm not calling out anybody on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Jeez. This is all across media. <laughs> Big time names <laughs> that want to get in here like they're freaking Doogie Hauser with their opinions. They don't love know Doogie anything. Hauser. And to take it a step further, a lot of the immunologists and the disease specialists and Fauci and others are very confused about this as well. Well, if those people that went to 10 years of med school and four years, five years of residency are a little perplexed, well, what the hell does a sports talk radio host know? You know what he knows? Everything. Full of ego and wants to get out there what he's read on social media. Oh, Stop boy. it. It's reckless. It's unbecoming. And it's weird. That's sports talk in wow. a nutshell. Wow. That is sports talk. A bunch of egomaniacs that think they're right about everything. I don't even know sports. I can't comment on everything else. But yeah, that's what we are. We're is egomaniacs. Really, is it really 10 years of med school and then four years of a residency? I'm still Seems trying like to, a lot. I'm still trying to process that. It's a, so that's it's 15 pretty, years of school. Yeah, it's pretty close. Now, <laughs> I did six years in Albany, and I, I don't think anybody would go to me for a medical opinion. For an associate's I'm a, degree, right? A communication major. <laughs> <laughs> six years. I was Van Wilder, man. It was amazing. By the sixth year, I had no one left. Everybody thought I was a loser. 
Which is really what Only they thought. Six years? Yeah, from one through five. Started, yeah, from one through five, they thought the same thing. So that was all good. All right, now we always knock Steve Torrey for, you know, doom and gloom. Everything's bad. Well, I'll tell you what. And then so it happened. happened. Well, yeah, the well, season. So he was right about that. But, you know, he loves his sport. His sport is baseball. And when he was talking baseball this week, Steve Torrey got all fired up. Listen to this. Alex no. Cintron, who happens to be the Astros yeah. hitting coach in his own dugout, and he is totally, not just remotely, totally provoking Liriano, like a big tough guy, inviting Mine him to come fight, which is me. real easy to do when you're sitting on your own bench and there's 25 other guys there there to protect you. Is This guy's a freaking clown. Are you kidding me? If, if Major oh, League wow. Baseball, when and they gave Joe Kelly eight out. games, if he's getting eight, Alex Cintron should be booted for the rest of the year. He should. That was an absolute disgrace with the tough guy act in in the dugout amongst everybody else trying to protect him. So Loriano, who should not have gone after him, granted, and he gets basically devoured by everybody who's protecting the big tough guy, Cintron, the uh, the hitting coach. What a a complete joke. Cintron should be kicked the hell out of the sport for the rest of the year. There's no doubt. That's that's how I feel. It's a joke. Wow! Steve Torrey fired up him! Who is that guy? Wow! Torrey! Yeah, Tori was great. Let me ask you something, Mike. What are Tori's great loves in life? Oh, boy. All right. He, there are three things I think he loves. He loves the Yankees. He loves Indiana basketball. And he loves Ted slash hashish. I mean, if, you know, that's almost like a combo. That, like, comes together, man, in one. But he loves the movie Ted. And, yeah, yeah, the distilleries in Colorado. So you oh, know, am I right? So the big yeah. theme, the big theme dog has had, and he might be onto something. Tory's absolute vitriol, his hatred Ooh. for Houston. What does it stem from? Oh, the Yankees. Wow. If, so if they, they oh, knock out the Yankees oh, the past, if they yes. had knocked out his beloved Yankees, would ah. he be this fired up? Don't yeah. he says no. No way. And that's why he's so angry here in this clip. <laughs> Throw him out for the year. He hates Houston. He won't even watch the Houston 500 anymore. He won't do it. He won't do it. He's off Houston. He loved it. 500 guys. He won't watch it. What? <laughs> I, I recommend that everybody rent that film. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's but, Tori, it's but Tori won't watch He's it. He won't watch it. Private parts. Oh, God. He won't watch it. He got nothing to do with it. Now, JT the Brick, he was all pissed off, too, about something that happened in Major League Baseball. Listen to this. The blackouts that the Buffalonians are getting. Oh, you give them Major League Baseball in the city. <laughs> they can't go into the gates and go watch the game. So they want to go back home too. and watch it and say, hey, we got baseball in our city. It's blacked out. Come they on. lifted that Can blackout. Can you believe that? I, again, when my Today, wife and my I sons mean, walk by my TV and a game's blacked out, the Angels get blacked out and the Dodgers get blacked Everything gets blacked out. But I usually have another form of finding it. <laughs> I cannot believe this blackout issue in all of baseball. What's the code to lift the blackout during a pandemic? Isn't there one engineer at MLB Network who's got the code and can just point, you know, put in (laughs) a 19-digit code code and then wipe out the blackout? What is going on? What kind of movie is this? Baseball marketing is not very good. It's it's never been good. They're in a silo. Coming to Netflix. Coming to Netflix. (laughs) It's the Brick Games. What would be the name of that film? The baseball engineer trying to put in the codes at the exact same time. Schwarzenegger's on one side. Another guy's there. Put in the codes. We got to clear the blackout. The codes coming to Netflix real soon. Starring JT the Brick. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, if I was in Buffalo, I'd be blackout drunk too every single night so he's right about that nothing hey, Hardy, wrong with let me ask you a question has hardy ever been invited over to that pool jt's got i always see him sitting out in front of that pool and babchex uh, is frozen <laughs> he's frozen 
Stop checks internet crapped out. Oh, great. Oh, good job. He lost power. Oh, there you are. <laughs> nah, I'm back. A frozen Baptric face is a scary thing, but I heard you talking about JT the Briggs pool. But who's got a better pool? Me or JT? You guys are seen my pool. Eddie's <laughs> The answer is JT. We all know that. Yeah. But who pees in their pool more, huh? You. And there you, yeah, there you, you go. All right, I'm winning something today. Hey, everyone. This is Lisa Ann, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences, past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on Sirius XM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app and Apple Podcasts. Doggy was all over the PGA Championship this week as he's a big fan of what was going on with not only the PGA Championship, but of Brooks Kepka. That's right. Listen to the Mad Dog. Please. He loves it. He can't get enough. Here's Doggy on Unleashed. I have a lot of trouble with this golf in that area of the country in the middle of the summertime. <laughs> it was cold. The Bay Area weather is awful. Like All they could show you was San Francisco, uh, essentially above the clouds instead of below the clouds. I mean, it, 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 you know, I don't like to watch a major golf championship on August 8th with everybody bundled up in 52-degree weather. That, to me, it, it doesn't feel like it's golf weather. But there is no charm uh, to playing golf. And this is the second year in a row now. I don't like watching the golf and big championships <laughs> in that part of the country what? that time of the year. Uh, when I watch a golf tournament, I want to you know, like like, feel like year. I'm in nice hot weather. <laughs> I, I, I hate the weather there. It, it's awful. It's chilly. It's, oh, it's, oh, I don't like it at all. I'd much rather not. You're I, watching I don't like in it. your I know living the famous room. Mark Twain line. The code is Spent was a, oh. uh, the, the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Second thing is the course is there a lousy go. course. There now, I know that you're going to sit there and tell me I don't know the tradition. The I haven't weather. played it, so I don't know anything about it. But, you know, Warren Harding was an awful president, and they built a Why course in his it? name that's an awful golf course. He doesn't move the what? needle at all. What is I understand it? What is just, here's what I'm going to uh, say about Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka could play in my backyard. I would draw the blinds. He has absolutely no, no personality. He, he is deaf to why he's robotic. He, and I'm not saying he's not great. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But he's not my cup of tea. I'm not interested in what he has to say. He's stunk on Sunday. And I'll tell you right now, he is not a a golfer that under any circumstances is going to move the needle. He's very sensitive. He thinks he doesn't get enough respect. The The bottom line is is that Brooks Kepka has got the personality of a wet rag. (laughs) Move the needle. (laughs) (laughs) There he goes. I mean, there's so much there. Let's start with his reasonings for why he hated the PGA Championship. The weather? So it was too (laughs) cold on television. Right. When you're watching at home wearing shorts and a T-shirt in the summer. So now, Eddie Erickson, I got to ask you this. I mean, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, does Doggy like the Australian Open? Because the Australian Open is in January. It's freezing out. The weather doesn't match. He's watching people wearing shorts. He's cold at home. That's what you learn. He doesn't like it when it doesn't match. No, he would have a bigger problem if he were warm during the Australian Open and they were cold. Okay, then so, okay. We got so an issue. it only works that way. So it only works summer-wise. So summer, yes. he's not watching any events no. that show anybody a little chill. No, no, Wearing no, no. The coat, he's out. He's out. No, no wind, nothing, nothing like no, that. No, no, temp- the-, the temperature drops below 70, he's not watching. That's it, I'm out. He didn't get into the <laughs> event because they were cold? But he wasn't. I don't understand this. And then we got the president. So 
All of a sudden, he throws in a, a shot at President Harding. <laughs> and he's a Got terrible him. president. And that's why he has a bad golf course. The so, Eddie, if the better president has a better golf course, is what that what he's saying? Great, what are the great analogies ever? He compared a crappy golf course, TPC Harding Park, to his legacy as a president. So, <laughs> if he were a better president, maybe, maybe Pebble Beach would be called Harding Park. Howard Taft, crap. Bad golf course. Lincoln, great. Great golf course. Fascinating logic. All right, now Brooks Kepka is playing <laughs> golf in his backyard. I mean, what is that about? That is that possible. Something? Literally, that's possible? So it's so big, what do you got? You got one hole? He He's can, not doing yes, 18. No, he can't do 18. It's not that big. He could get it off the driver about 250. Wow. I'd love to see that, but wow. Dog has uh, drawn no, the blinds. <laughs> Drew the blinds, though, so I, I can't get, watch I it. Get, I don't get the sudden issue with Brooks Kepka because if he's a buttered piece of toast, Dustin Johnson is that dry side where he's even worse, less affable. <laughs> he hates Kepka. Always has. <laughs> yeah. No, the wet the, rag. Where did that start, this expression, rag. the wet rag? Now, I mean, my, my wife's on the rag right now, but I don't think that's what he's referring uh, to. I, I, I was the same. Is that what he means? Where did this expression start from? He's like a wet rag. Another big topic this week was some breaking news about the NBA bubble. Listen to what happened. It breaks. It breaks during Morning Men with Evan Cohen oh. and Mike Babchuk. Weekdays, news. exactly 6 a.m. Eastern time. By the way, Adrian Wojnarowski just tweeted of uh, ESPN, of course, WGSPN. NBA NBPA guidelines on guests starting after the first round of the playoffs per sources: four guests per player but can be exceeded for children. Guests can what travel on team this? charters following testing. I hear music. Guests will be allowed to attend games. <laughs> story so segment. After okay. the first round. Here's who isn't eligible to come into the bubble as a guest, oh, per the boy. memo. Quote, any individual the player has not met previously in person or with whom the player has had limited in-person interactions, for Hookers. example, what? known by the player only through social media or an intermediary. No IG oh thirst trap it allowed in the bubble is what they're saying. Oh, my God. Why not? <laughs> what the? The player should be really pissed. This isn't right. It should say, all right, first oh. guess Instagram model. Okay, they're allowed. Let them all in. What do you mean? <laughs> Let, Let them all. in. Let them in. Player's got to protest. You really thought Evan was going to start cheering with you, didn't you, Babs? <laughs> I really did. That was like the slow clap guy. Oh, I mean, no. where you just... You know, a man on his own. I, I Nobody joined me in this chat. Let them in. I thought I had a real movement here because, I mean, it's really unfortunate. The IG personalities turned away at the bubble doors. Isn't that a sad day? I mean, it's amazing to me, too. Like, when this story came out, I saw Adrian Wojnarowski had the big article on ESPN. The picture they used was James Harden. Like, everybody knows this is about James Harden. Wow. This is a Oh, yeah. Well, he's got all the strippers. He loves like, the right strange. Now. Loves yeah, the strange. And, and right now, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to bet on the Rockets right now? No, you really shouldn't. Sure. That's... Forget that. There's no thoughts allowed into the bubble. That's why they're depressed right now. We got to get the bubble butt into the bubble. Now, what are these players going to do? Maybe just start a lie, right? Like, what about how everyone's a cousin all of a sudden? Oh, yeah, here comes this Instagram model. She's just a cousin. Yeah, here's my cousin Destiny. Destiny. Here she comes. It's family. I know her forever. I mean, how are you going to prove it, Alex Hardy, producer JT the Brick? What is there to prove, Babs? You don't kiss your cousin on the mouth? <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah, my cousin Aaron. <laughs> but really, what's the point of busting your ass to become a pro athlete if they won't let you screw porn stars and models? I mean, isn't that the whole thing? Let's hear what uh, Nick Wright has to say about it. Here he is, host of What's Right, weeknight, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Channel 82, talking about this 
horrible, horrible thing the NBA has done. If all of a sudden you get a bunch of random, attractive NBA fans and you bring <laughs> them into this hermetically sealed bubble, I feel like this thing could go sideways. Now, I do think the content Hopefully. would be amazing. I do think we would get what via random Instagram stories a good content. look in on the other side of the bubble. I do think there would be some potential benefit already to there. it. But I think the potential downside is way, way too high. I'm sure this is not going to be incredibly popular for Adam Silver to have done, and I'm sure some of his players are going to be upset. But in general, I think it's smart. I also think... Almost Ooh. all of these guys likely have someone that they can prove they've had a long-standing relationship with, even if it's one of many people that they could prove they have a long-standing <laughs> long relationship relationship. Now, there are a lot of <laughs> folks out there eloquently. that deeply, clearly, and firmly believe that Burn. they are such-and-such yeah. such NBA players' long-standing personal Burn. relationship. <laughs> And they about to find out they are not. They are about oh, to find out great. someone else getting flown into Orlando. Someone else yeah. flying on the team plane. Someone else is in that spot. And that could cause some drama for guys. Oh, that's great. <laughs> because which side piece are you going to take? Oh, I love a fight. You know, yeah, because they all have their ones that, you know, they banged three or four years ago. So which one are they going to pick? I mean, how do you decide? You got to have a sort of rose ceremony. But draw, Nick Wright. Draw straws. Nick Wright is on something. Whatever the something. cheapest flight to Orlando is, for sure. <laughs> if, you fly the closest? Out of, if you fly out of Miami instead of flying out of Los Angeles, I got to take the shorter flight on that one. Yeah, so it's these, all about proximity? Whoever's closest then. All right, then that's the way. <laughs> That's if I get you do. quarantining 12 hours sooner, that means I get my strange that much early. There's going to be some hurt feelings. Now, Danny Cannell and obviously Steve Torrey, are they going to have the last word on this? All right. You got Cannell and then again, Steve Torrey with the last word. And I think he says the best stuff right here about these NBA hookups. <laughs> the NBA is basically trying to prevent hookups, like random hookups, whether <laughs> yep. it's through sliding in their hookups. DMs, whether it's through Tinder, <laughs> some other hookup hookups. app that's out they there. Got a co- they, they got a cover. They have, and like, that's what you got to credit. Like, you need the bleachers. to have that type of foresight to see what's coming. And Adam Silver is on top coming. of it because I guarantee you these players, oh, yeah. they're constantly <laughs> getting bombarded with too. propositions. Hey, meet me for dinner. Meet me for a drink. I'll come by your room. We'll keep it quiet. We'll keep it on the down low. And the NBA is saying, nope, no loopholes. And you, I, I wonder how far they would go to prove it. You know, like to say, well, how do you like, how are they going to prove that they didn't have a relationship with somebody longstanding? Like, does the player have to show like evidence that they've met in person? Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know how the NBA enforces that. I don't know either. <laughs> but you, you, but you're right. Give him credit because it's pretty damn elaborate to try to figure out a, a, a way. Yeah. Uh, by the way, so baseball elaborate. has, as we know, has been taking a beating. The Marlins and the Cardinals with their COVID Wait, outbreaks what and what happened? What? Wait, what? What? Indians play Wait a second! Go back! No! Baseball! No! We're talking about guys hooking up with a bunch of chicks, the side pieces, how it's unconstitutional, how everybody's a cousin, the IG models, Kendall Jenner. And the... No! Not baseball. Why did we have to go to baseball? We were flying. We were doing so great. And now we go to a baseball tease. I don't need to hear about that. Well, you know, when Tori's uncomfortable, too many hookups. 
hey, let's go to a guy in baseball sitting 500. Yeah. Why can we stay right there? Oh, what a shame. Are you surprised no one's tried to take someone in like a trunk or an oversized suitcase or a piece of luggage? Like a, like a small, a smaller lady? You could fit a five foot one Instagram model in a trunk. This isn't an episode of The Sopranos or uh, some drug deal that you got to get across the border here. And it seems pretty dangerous. Now, Andrew Goldberg was producing this show who's refusing to speak out of protest of his dislike for me is telling me that they x-ray everything that comes in. Could that be possible? They x-ray the package? I don't know about that, Andrew. They're not going through airport security. You want them putting a human being in a trunk. Let's say, God forbid, they forget. <laughs> they have a major it? Come on. <laughs> oh, this, is really, this woman is so desperate. And what happens once they sneak her in? Does she live in the trunk? Oh, she only pops out. Room. You can... Eddie, you just lost your home. That's a good point. I mean, you after defeated, a day. You your whole purpose. After a day, you're going to have enough. I mean, what are you going to do? But, take her um, yeah. Yeah, you take her fishing. No, I'm taking the other girl, the one that I smuggled in in my duffel bag. According to you, that's a safe way to do it. This is Aussie Football Rules America with Eddie Maguire. One of Australia's greatest international stars, Hugh Jackman. Someone invited me when I was first in Melbourne to go and play a game. About five minutes into the game, someone took me out from behind with a shoulder charge. And my first instinct was to get up and deck the guy. And my own teammates had to hold me back. Say, no, 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 that's allowed. Catch new episodes Thursdays at 6pm Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211. And listen at home with Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant or however you stream in the house. And Mad Dog Chris Russo returned from vacation, and what else would he do when he returns from vacation? (laughs) You've had enough already? You want him out of there? Get him out. Why is that? What's (laughs) going on? Send him back. You had a rough week? What's going on? (laughs) Well, how about Doggy, though? He decided to unload on Steve Torrey and recap Steve Torrey's week last week when, of course, the power was out in many different homes around the tri-state area in New York, and Steve Torrey was doing the show on the road. I'm sure Steve Torrey, who danced around all last week trying to find a broadcast setup based on his power. He couldn't come to my house. He was all ticked off. I had television. He couldn't come to my house. He was bouncing around at Babchak's house. I saw all the paraphernalia that Mike put up on the set, all the, uh, you know, the sexual connotations, which is right up Steve's alley. Uh, they did that that one day. Um, wow. uh, but Steve, <laughs> uh, he told, yep. he called me one day driving down Steve a large line. He says, can you believe at 55 years of age, I got to drive to Adam Shine's house to do a talk show? Really? I got to go to Adam Shine out of all the people? Uh, and I of that, or Babchek's <laughs> parents' house? But he had to go to Adam Shine's house to do a show. Uh, let me tell you something. He will deny it yeah. to the king, uh, to the heavenly cross. He will deny it because he doesn't want to be the bad guy. I, 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 I should have wow. taped the conversation. Driving down the hutch to Shine's house, livid that he, Steve he Torrey, like to as Shine's quote-unquote boss, having to do a talk show in Adam's living room. He says, how dare they make me do this? And this is fact, and I know he thinks I'm kidding, and he always says he never take him seriously. Again, if I could show you, or uh, if I was smart enough to tape the conversation and put it Which up on the not. web, there'd be a million views. <laughs> to hear Steve or hits, whatever you call it, views, hits, views. whatever they may be, SoundCloud, whatever it is, I don't pay attention. But if you, if I would have put the Tory, the, the day that he had to drive to Adam Shine's house and said, can you believe this, I'm 55 years of age, I don't want to do talk shows anyway, and I Got to drive to Shine's house to do a show. We are trying to figure out a way where I can get it up on the viral for you. You would have thought that what? we were sending viral. him essentially <laughs> to Haiti to do a 
show. How he was just absolutely so put out that I had to go to Shine. Can you believe that I'm Adam Shine? It's one thing to go to your house, but Adam Shine. Hey, it's Steve Torrey here, live from Haiti. Uh, <laughs> do you think baseball the season will make it through? You think baseball will be canceled? We're live from Haiti today. They sent me out there on a remote. Who's Danny uh, <laughs> Any Yankee fans here? Uh, I don't get any internet right now, so I couldn't watch the Yankee game. Uh, the service out in Haiti is horrific. So there's uh, Tory out in Haiti. I mean, I don't know what to believe there. I mean, Tory couldn't stand going to Shine's house, but he loved going to my house, and I set him up real nice when he walked in there on my air hockey table where I do the show. I put out a whole bunch of pornographic uh, material, about 35 porn uh, DVDs, a bottle of lube, and, of course, have my baby Billy in the background. So you can check that out on Twitter. At Babcheck. Dory loved every minute of it. We'll see if Doggy gets the views up on the SoundCloud the viral. and everything else. The viral. The viral. Right, let's get the viral going. The viral. <laughs> Not a video. No video needed. The viral. We'll have the viral thing going on. That was pretty good. Now, the other thing Dog did was uh, recap Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks, obviously, this year is going to be the Los Angeles Rams. I'm shocked and the LA he watched Chargers. it too. That, 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 you know watches. that was more Great shocking. Point. Forget about his review. The fact that he actually watched. Hard knocks. He hasn't watched one NBA game in the bubble, and these games now are starting to matter. Still yeah. hasn't watched it, but yet he chose to watch Hard Knocks. Well, he's got to be different. Of course, you know, like there's 17 sports going on at the same night, and that's when he's like, all right, you know, now let me take in Hard Knocks, when usually there's no sports going on and everybody's watching the Hard Knocks, but not Doggy. He's different. Yeah, he's different. But he'll watch the playoffs in the bubble, right? Well, he'll at least check the score. <laughs> he should have the score, score by Monday. Eddie, you can just tell him who wins and loses. I mean, that's it. He doesn't need to watch it anymore. Fill me in. Yeah, fill me in now. What happened? What happened? What do you mean? What was the last thing you watched? 2018 was the last game I watched. <laughs> fill me in. But he watched Hard Knocks on that's HBO. So Weird. Nobody's watching it. The ratings tank because obviously there's all types of sports on. And so when we had this night where everything was going <laughs> on, five knocks. overtimes, he's watching Hard Knocks. That's what he's doing. Here he is with his review of Hard Knocks. If you watched Hard Knocks last night and the show wasn't very good, do I need to hear Sean? And I like McVay, but do I need to hear Sean McVay break down, um, you know, the porta potties and taking poopies in the porta potties and, you know, and uh, who did that? And, you know, do I need that? Is that Mike jokes getting Wouldn't in on hand. HBO's Hard Knocks? Ooh, shout out. And it was, you know, I, I didn't add anything to me. <laughs> I didn't think the show yeah. was very good. Respect. I'm to work. Respect to me. COVID tests. And Zoom I'm the poop calls guy. Anthony Lynn talking about social justice. I mean, it wasn't a, a whole lot in it, but you definitely got the idea. And it the didn't dog. feel like a training camp. I'd be the first to admit. Masks, walkthroughs. You know, separations. Well, and you don't rockers. have to be the first to and admit Jalen it. Jalen Ramsey is impossible <laughs> to root for. Where everybody knows that too. I'll be the second to admit it. Wasn't that good? It, it, very strange. It's like dog things. Like like we're about to scream him. Admit that it was bad. <laughs> be the first. All right, all right, I admit. I admit. I'm the first. I admit it. I admit it. But uh, yeah, why is Sean McVay taking my shtick? Yeah, Sean McVay. He's doing the poop he's jokes. Your bits. But I do like the fact that when Doug hears a joke about poop, he thinks of me. Oh, like I'm have, quite honored. You have done it. You have I've arrived. done it, man. You I've gotten in there now. On Morning Man, we obviously talked about this topic as well. So it oh, actually validates I mean, it. Man, uh, talks yeah. about it. We talked about it. It's the lead. And let's hear what Sean McVay first had to say on Hard Knocks. And then Evan and Babs on Morning Man take it away. We talked about hey, it. Also, don't be the guy that takes the shit in the pork rice. <laughs> all right? I, I, I went in there. I got threw up. All right? Have a little bit more uh, social awareness. 
That's to take a piss. Such awareness with your, All right? with your shitting. Somebody's shitting in the Yeah, I mean, you, you want to talk about important issues that you have to address with your team. The problem that the Rams now have is they have somebody making a number two in the porta potties instead of a number one. Number I think he's two. right. I think that is only in an emergency situation and that the porta potty is, is for the pee pee and not the poo poo. Let's not shame the porta potty. The porta potty's not terrible. Ugh. It's amazing how everybody's <laughs> like, you go to a porta potty and open up and you're like, oh my God, it stinks in here. <laughs> no disgusting. kidding. What'd you expect? You're going to walk in, it's going to smell like roses? <laughs> yeah, you could dump in there, and you should dump in there if you got to dump. I wouldn't, much even, I wouldn't even go one in there. I wouldn't even go pee in there unless it's an emergency. That's because you've never no drank a interest, beer. None whatsoever. <laughs> porta potty at a game, the tailgate. I've deuced it up at the Jets parking lot in the porta potty. You're not a drinker, but if you're a drinker, go ahead, go Drop nuts. You know, you're going to pee, and if you got to go number two, See? don't worry about the you're guy on the outside. You know what you tell that guy? This is a toilet, and I'm going to use it. So we don't need to be shamed for using what that's supposed to be. If they only so you wanted an, you, you to go pee pee, yeah, because if they only wanted you to go pee pee, it would be a much smaller hole. You got a big hole there. You got a seat. So they're telling you sit on me. When I was maybe thirteen, fourteen, like I was a counselor at the Westchester Summer Day, <laughs> and oh uh, we we're playing kickball. The there kids, everybody's doing great. I got to go poopy, but I want to wait as long as Summer possible. I go to the porta potty, open that thing up. It stunk. I'm like, oh my god, I can't go here. I can't go here. I'm going to walk Flies. back into the building to the bathroom. Flies. I walked yeah. back into the building. I made it six steps away. It was a staircase to the bathroom. I'm six steps away when oh. I pooped my pants and a poop ah, meatball cool fell body. out of my he shorts. <laughs> Seriously, a poop Always meatball knows. fell right out. I was wearing jean shorts. I pooped all over myself. I went into that <laughs> stall. I took off my underwear. I left it there. This? I walked out, and everybody was like, who pooped? Who pooped? I'm like, well, there was a little <laughs> kid. You know, so I did that move. Jean and I had to call shorts. my mom to bring me another pair of shorts, socks, underwear. Jean I was shorts? gone for about an hour. Socks. That day I learned the hard socks. way. If you got to go, you go to the porta potty. Don't be ashamed. Cover your nose. Get in there because it could be worse. There's Morning Man with Evan and Babs, weekdays 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Time with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchak. Jean shorts. Ah. Yeah, I had the jorts on back in the day. Mom brought me another bear. <laughs> oh but you got to use it. Now, as Eddie Erickson just said, I mean, the sphincter always knows. Sphincter they always know, wins. They know when you're that close, though. They usually hold on. Sometimes they don't. But what's the deal with shaming? Why are we shaming people that use the porta potty? Eddie Erickson, I'm lactose intolerant. When I got to go, I got to go. But what about the NFL play? Like, think about the diets they're on. Nah, that wasn't an NFL player that did that. NFL player is a finely tuned machine, probably on a high-protein diet, probably drinking those protein shakes. They take care of business before they leave the house. That was definitely a crew member slash media member. Let's be honest. You know no media way. You've been to radio. No bro. way. You're 100% right, Eddie, but yes. the person that dropped <laughs> the deuce. No, the person that dropped the deuce had to be Sean McVay. He's trying to find, <laughs> he's trying to find some, some significant point to rally the team together and become one. Wow. You become one by not dropping a two. That's, wow. that, that's, not, that's, not, a bad, that's not a bad Wow. Two. I'm blaming it. Brilliant. I'm, I'm with Aaron Donald. That was an HBO crew member. We've all been to Radio Row. Oh, You've wow. seen the media. They're oh, oh they're, they're, they're the gross. That work behind the scenes in this business, disgusting. But even during this time where there's very limited crew, so Doesn't like they'll matter. probably know. It only takes one. Oh, they love a free buffet, but we're not having yes. buffets anymore in COVID. I don't know, but maybe McVeigh knew that too, and maybe Hardy's right. I mean, that, that is brilliant. 
It takes a number two to become number one. That's got to be the Rams slogan <laughs> for the season. Hardy, you, Hardy, you figured it out, man. That was unbelievable. Right now, I got the cold sweats. I got the quivering butt cheeks. I think I got to go. So let's wrap up the show. First, we got to hear from Patrick Mawa on the wrap weeknights, 8 p.m. Eastern time, as he tells a story about what a ex once got him as a gift. I had a chick one time buy me a star. She bought me a star. Homegirl came at me like she legitimately got me a Lambo. Looking at me like Shorty bought me the Big Dipper. She was looking at me like, I, yeah, I did that. I'm like, after Sarah McLaughlin was killing the dogs, came on a freaking infomercial about buy a star. There's 1,000 trillion stars. There's no connection to me and this star. Well, you know what might be better? An actual telescope. She was so proud of herself talking about like she's buying stars. First of all, it was like 10 bucks. She bought me a star. <laughs> you know, and I thought that I bought bad gifts. You know, I once bought my wife a pie cutter, and I bought her a scale on Valentine's Day and had her get on it to try to make weight. But that's pretty bad. Yes, Mike. You tried the same thing with Bethany, didn't you, one year for an anniversary gift? You gave her a little patch of grass and said, here, this is your gift. <laughs> yeah, I bought her some grass, and not the kind that's fun. Over at the park across from Walter's Hot Dogs. It's a very special lot. We drive by it all the time. <laughs> But, Eddie, I like this idea. I'm going to tell Beth I bought her a star. How is she going to know? I'll print something up online. <laughs> hey, that's yours, honey. I love you. Look at it. Look up there. Now that's it. That's beautiful. All right, now let's end the show with my favorite call of the week. I decided to record my mother on Morning Men. Listen to this. This that's is the original. call of the week. The call of the week. When is your power coming back? Well, now they say not until Tuesday night. That's the latest. It's terrible. Unbelievable. Jerry's out. Rochelle. Jerry. Oh, he's out? How's he going to do his show? Why does Jerry have a show? He works at an ice cream store. Could <laughs> <laughs> you said Steve Torrey? Steve Torrey still wants to do this show from your house. He's got power back, but he Steve still wants Torrey. to come over. Well, oh, yeah. I hope you okay. I, I really don't think... Oh, that's someone who's had enough of Torrey. You thought you were very hospitable. <laughs> I, I didn't even get a chance to say hello, goodbye. That's all I did. Oh my god, he didn't even take the sandwich, did he? Well, you gave him a Brentwood hello. That's a big hello. That's what that means. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's a nice well he's coming you over poor, today. He's bringing Dell. Michael, I hope you're kidding, okay? <laughs> he's coming at 1 p.m. Michael. He'll be wandering around. <laughs> oh, that's right. He never found the exit. Are you missing anything? Did he take the pearls? You know, I don't even know where my pearls are. Oh, they're missing. Oh, Steve no. Tory got him. Uh oh. No, Steve Tory, Tory has your pearl the necklace. Pearls? What about your sneakers? Did he take any of your sneakers? You should do a count. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's a size seven. Yeah. Yeah, put he up does a have unusually small feet. painting you made of dad. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> well, no, a lot of people want self-portraits now, so we can make some money. Yukon Al's showing up at noon. He wants to be Oh, painted. no. I, I don't want to. First of all, I never met Yukon Al. Well, you should meet him. <laughs> There's a picture of him in dad's room. He's a part of the holiday card. That has he been a frame it. photo. It's true. <laughs> well, he's showing up Our at noon. House. I said it's fine. He's paying you $100 to paint him nude. Who cares? Take the money. Okay. Uh, where are you calling from? Where are you calling from? <laughs> Hi, this is Mike. I'm in Mamaronek. Um, I want to talk about the Yankees. What? <laughs> All right, me and Beth are coming from? over with the kids. Now? Well, we need oh, air conditioner. What? We're moving back in. I told you I don't have air conditioning throughout the house. I have my dentist appointment today. This is it? This is it. Well, I mean, this is this it. I'm not going to die. They're just cutting out a ball. <laughs> and don't get yourself a sandwich afterward. 
That's why I picked which, that dentist office. Which you know, is exactly it. what you did. Very stupid. Very stupid. <laughs> I know, Michael. <laughs> Sometimes you don't make any sense. Oh, Sometimes. there's mom. There's mom. But oh, like she's the thought of. Oh, isn't that great? Like, yeah, she was. She had enough of Steve Torrey. Steve Torrey spent two days at the house. She <laughs> during that one show on Friday, nobody was at the house at one point. It was just Steve Torrey. And my mom's like, "You better go back to the house." I, I don't know what Steve. I don't know if Steve's gonna be able to get out. And I, I'm worried about him. So my mom really was convinced that he wouldn't find the exit. And he was just going to walk around the house aimlessly, maybe be in the bedroom all weekend long. But did Tori take my mom's pearls? Tori, That's what I want to know. Tori the burglar. Tori the cat burglar. <laughs> oh, these are great. Roaming around your parents' room going through their drawers. <laughs> these sneakers are a little small on me, but uh, I'll still this, take them. This pearl necklace is going to look good on Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great. i got a, an anniversary coming up, so I might as well just take everything. Just the visual of that, him rummaging through your mom's jewelry box. <laughs> I'm so I'm shocked you haven't said yet that did he go through my mom's hamper? No, I mean, where is it? No, he didn't go through the hamper. He, no. checked, the, he checked the top drawer. He doesn't he doesn't deal with the uh, the dirty stuff. He goes right for the clean one. Oh yeah, <laughs> Tori's a top drawer type of guy. That's what you learn right there. All right, there it is. Another episode <laughs> of Mike Babchick's Morning After <laughs> Fact. We got Tori on right now. Tori, what did you think of the show today? Give me a real answer. Uh, I, again, I, like, I, I, I don't even want to respond because all we're going to do is go in circles 7,000 times. So right now i got no power in my house. My phone's got 17%. I'm sweating my ass off, and I think I've had enough. How's that? All right. That's <laughs> wow, pretty good there. Wow. That's pretty good. You can hit me up, as always, on Twitter at BabCheck. Feel free to tweet at me all week long with what you want to hear on Morning After. That's right. For Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, and Alex Hardy, uh, JT the Brick. What a night it was. What a a day it was. What a show. What a life. Let's do it again manana. Why would we want to do it again tomorrow? (laughs) We just did it. Didn't we do it all? Today was plenty. I don't want to do it again tomorrow. That's it. Until next week, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time, if there is next time.